The following podcast contains adult language, profound stupidity, hardcore nudity, and drug references. Children should not be listening to it. Everybody else can fuck a buck or rock off. Nailed it. Welcome to Plotty Time, the podcast where we three gamers discuss video game stories in detail with all the necessary and appropriate backlash. My name is Papa Scotch, and with me as always is Chump Slap. Hey, hey, hey. That's Chump Slap, all right. And on the other end of the table, Dr. Scientist. How's it going, Everlast? It's going really great. Thanks for calling me that. <laughs> so, so while you're coming at me with an attitude, Scientist, what have you been doing this week? Uh, I've been playing Rainbow Skies. That's it. Watching Marvel movies. Where are you at in the 20 movies you're going to watch in the lead up? I just finished Avengers. What's up? Oh, the first Avengers? Okay. That's a pretty good pace. Uh, yeah, it's like five, six in. I just uh, saw, I know I'm a little late to this party, but I just saw Captain Marvel yesterday. What'd you think? I liked it. I liked it a lot. It was, it was pretty, pretty good. It was good. It was really good. But the whole time I'm watching the movie and. I'm like, the she's a Kree. I'm like, aren't the Kree the assholes from Guardians of the Galaxy? It's like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they are. They are. And then, you know, the twist happens. Oh, there's a twist? Yeah. Oh, Shinamalon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they nailed it. Uh, what about you, uh, Chomp Slap? What have you been doing? Uh, put a little time into Sekiro. Got a little frustrated. Died a lot. Sounds like a Souls game. So what are you, like a half hour in or seven hours or what? Uh, it's probably like seven to ten, somewhere in there. You like it? You going to keep it going? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say, but I'm go- I spent the money, so I'm going to play it. Yeah, might as well, right? Yeah, I don't care how frustrated I get. Just got to get in a gaming mindset again. <laughs> yeah. Fallout killed it. It did. That happens. I am back in the gaming mindset hard and playing a lot of Division 2. And uh, it's going pretty well. Level 24, not bragging. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Doesn't sound like a bragging. Well, I'm level 270 in Rainbow Skies. Wow, you're. that's good, I guess. What's the cap? 999. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's the cap in a division? 30. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, so I'm at 24-ish. Wow. Well, so we'll see. Sorry. I didn't know where I was going with this. Well, Papa Scotch is all grown up. <laughs> what? What? And then, uh, what did I watch? I also wa- I saw Captain Marvel. I watched uh, Us. Have you guys seen Us yet? No. I was gonna, and then I realized that I don't really like horror movies, so I didn't want to waste the money, even though it is probably pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I would suggest it. There weren't any vampires in it, which was kind of a bummer. But, you know, you can't win them all, right? No vampires? Is it even worth going then? No, not at all. I <laughs> thought there were vampires. I thought all movies had to have vampires in them. And werewolves. Uh, the other movie I watched, which did have vampires in it metaphorically, the uh, Motley Crue movie that was on Netflix, The Dirt. Oh, really? Wow. Have you watched that? It's no. pretty... Sorry you wasted your time. Jeez, you guys are... We're just not on the same page with entertainment this week. <laughs> <laughs> but, I just, uh, it was I, all right. I keep seeing it pop up on Netflix. It's like, recommended. Watch this. Watch that. I'm like, no, I don't, I don't fucking care about Motley Crue. Yeah. Do I, is there a reason why I should care about what happens to Motley Crue? Seriously, I'm not asking... Basically, they uh, partied a lot. Is that what all it is? It's just the story of them partying? 
well, it's a story of them Palmer partying and when Vince Neil killed a guy and then got off and then Vince Neil's daughter died of cancer at some point too. It was kind of a bummer. Brought the movie down a little. So it's like party. a Ray Lewis story. Kind of. It's a biopic, but it got the official good thumbs up, I guess, from the actual band, which is never a good sign no, for biopics. No. So, mm. but uh, I mean, it's worth your time. I enjoyed it. I'll wait until the Go-Go's one comes out. <laughs> it's probably in the works. I've been waiting with, for uh, the Peter, Paul, and Mary one. I don't know if it's going to come out. It's in development now. <laughs> They've been working on it for years, I heard. I, I heard they're not happy with it, so we probably like that. All the dirt that comes out. Ooh, it's going to be juicy. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that takes care of us. Uh, news this week. We got a couple bits of news. I guess we'll just start with the big one. Borderlands 3. Borderlands 3 was officially announced with a developer trailer that's like, what, I don't know, four minutes long? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't show you any real... No. Well, it's only a million guns this time? A billion. A billion. Oh. What are your guys' thoughts? Uh, I'm going to play a siren. It's going to be awesome, just like every other Borderlands game. I'm pretty stoked. Yeah, they showed some characters from 1 and 2, so I wonder if they're coming back as playable or non-playable, like in Borderlands 2. There's a lot, a lot of questions that come up. Some unconfirmed rumors I saw said that they're, it's four new players. Yeah, it looks characters. like it's they're the quest givers again, like they were in 2. That makes sense. I mean, that's kind of what they've been doing for the last three games. Did yeah, they, it's if like it ain't four broke, brand new people. Don't fix it. Did they show anybody else from 2 besides Maya? Yeah, Brick. Brick's from the first one. Oh. The Gunzerker or the Assassin or Axton? I don't think I don't think they showed the Gunzerker. I think they showed Aston or it might have been the bad guy cuz the bad guy looks kind of similar. Yeah. Anyway, uh it's going to be dope and we'll talk about it more when we see more. I'm going to play the shit out of it. Yep, absolutely. What's the release? Late this year? I don't think they said. Yeah, I don't think a date came out. But I mean it's it's been like the worst kept secret in video games for Years. Four years. <laughs> <laughs> like, we all knew three was coming out, and they're like, "Well, you know, we're not going to comment on bed." Like, how was Battleborn? Okay, yeah, three's coming out soon. <laughs> <laughs> and Tiny Tina's back. I saw her on there, and Ellie. Did they show Moxie? Moxie was in it. I'm sure Moxie's going to be in it. Yeah, she has. And to be. Uh, who was the crazy roided up guy? Oh God, what was his name? He had his own uh, arena in the yeah. in the Torg Torque Torque. That's it, Mister Torque. Yeah. yeah, And I saw Sir Hammerlock was in there, too. Oh, yeah. All the guys from the DLCs. Can't wait for that. I also saw that uh, Streets of Rage 4 came out. Apparently, like, classic games get reimagined or re-released, and I just don't hear about them until they hit the store. Are they kick-started? <laughs> That's usually yeah. what happens to them. But. They probably talked about two years ago, and you just forgot about it. That's very possible. I don't remember much these days. <laughs> but... uh. It looks it looks like Streets of Rage, you know, one through three, just better graphics and, you know, a little bit better gameplay. But sell side scrolling, beat them up. Yeah, it should be fun. They don't have enough of those anymore. I know, right? And the, also, the Sega Genesis Classic is available for pre order now, which I didn't know that was coming out. But now I'm kind of excited for I it. I thought they had that already. No, I don't. Well, is there any good games on it besides Toe Jam and Earl? And probably Sonic. Altered Beast. Guns, Altered Beast is on it. Gunstar Heroes is on it. That's a good one. Sonic, uh, Echo the Dolphin, Comic Zone. Nice. There's some good ones on there. Then that, that's the whole thing. 
That was just a couple of the games they released. They didn't release the whole thing yet. Oh, nice. Fast. Those are good games, though. Yeah. I'm probably not going to get it, but... It doesn't come out till September. Jeez. I know. Six, six months away. They shouldn't even tell us. It's t- way too early. That does it for news, I guess. Uh, you ready you know, for April th- Fool's Day? <laughs> yeah. It's always so lame. Like, I'm just done with it on the internet. It used to be a fun thing on the internet that every site would participate and have something that's kind of like based in reality. Like, dumb enough where it could fool some people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And now these days it's all just like jokes. Well, look at the world we live in. Everybody believes everything. Yeah, they they have to warn you before they even say the joke. So it's like, yeah. are you okay with April Fool's jokes? Okay, here's the headline. Imagine like... A couple years ago, if that Flat Earth documentary came out on April Fool's, you were like, there's no way this could be real. Maybe that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, and they're just like, I'm going with it. Yeah, These are my, pe- these are my people for some reason. <laughs> Nobody ever liked me before. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Speaking of nobody likes it, we are talking about the game Bayonetta today. The what? Uh, the classic game. Oh, oh Jesus. Where am I, where's my head at? The... PlayStation 3, Xbox 360 classic Bayonetta that was released October 29th, 2009 in Japan and North America in the following January. It was developed by Platinum Games and published by Sega for 360, PS3, PC, and by Nintendo for Wii U and Switch. You guys remember Wii U? I forgot (laughs) that existed. Those those are like uh, the Virtual Boy. It's hot for yeah. three, like six months. Uh, I think I thought I didn't even know they released another game besides Super Mario Maker for Wii U. They released that zombie game, Zombie with an Eye. Yeah, I mean, Zombie always has an eye. <laughs> well, it ends with eye, smartass. Oh. Right. Zombie like me, like we with an E. It's a Z with two eyes. Oh, 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 like the Wii. Ah, oh. It's a hack and slash game, hack and slash slash adventure, and it was written by Hideki Kamiya, who we're going to have to talk about that gentleman when we talk about this game. But he also wrote and directed the Devil May Cry series, Beautiful Joe, and he was something called a system planner on the original Resident Evil. So that's pretty neat. Well, huh? this game is a lot like Devil May Cry, so it makes sense. Yep, yep, yep. So, who picked Which one of you guys I, picked this? Was I it? picked this one. I'm sorry. <laughs> Chump Slap, give us a little brief rundown of... This could be the best game we did so far. <laughs> okay, you are Bayonetta, a shape-shifting witch from the past, I guess, right? I mean, we're all from the past. Well, I... All right. Yes, the- yes, Chump Slap, yes. <laughs> I'm on the same page. Fuck scientists, just keep going. <laughs> And you're trapped in a lake for 500 years, and you wake up, and you have amnesia, but you remember you're a witch. You remember you have one half of what is called the eyes of the world or something like that. Close enough. And with both of them, you can control the world or some shit, and you're out looking for the other one. You have the left. You need the right. And that's the whole game. Like, you have the left, and you're trying to find the right so that... Now, are you looking for it so you can be the most powerful, or are you just trying to take it so... I think you're just trying to get money. Or, yeah, just get ducats. Yeah. Oh, and you're evil. You're evil, apparently. Oh, part of... uh, Aligned with the dark. Dark aligned, yes. But you're killing angels pretty much the entire game. Yeah, if you don't think that's evil. (laughs) 
Don't don't you watch Supernatural? Angels aren't good. No, I don't. So, well, no, some angels are dicks. Yeah, this game taught me that. <laughs> <laughs> don't you read the Bible? The what now? <laughs> <laughs> it's the second most highest selling book, right after Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jesus. We're getting <laughs> off to a hot start already. <laughs> so uh, I guess the background is there are two factions, the Lumen Sages and the Umbra Witches. The Lumen Sages, I guess, are the good guys. They're the followers of light, and the Umbra Witches are the followers of darkness. So it's split up like light and dark. Yeah, but there really and, isn't a good and evil designation. No, any of they, they're both equal, and they they rule the world together, right? Yeah. What were those Russian vampire movies that came out where they was like the Night Watch? Oh, Night Watch and Day Watch. Oh, yeah. Those are bad. Yeah. But it was <laughs> like the conceptually, though, like one was the one that was out in the light watching the darkness, and they were two sides of the same coin, basically. Well, this is, they are two of three sides because then there's chaos, too, and humanity. Yeah. Humans are the third side of this triangle. And all three of those are in their different realities, right? Yes. All living on top of each other. Paradiso, Inferno, and I guess Earth. All right. Perfect. Great. <laughs> all right. Oh, you seem lost already. All right. I want to say, first thing of the game, when it starts, there's a weird little video from the like background videos mm-hmm. where it's a bunch of priests that just commit suicide. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what that is. They never bring that up again? No. I didn't see it. No, just... that was very confusing. I thought so. Okay. I thought I missed something. I was like, <laughs> no, I watched all three hours of these cutscenes. I didn't see it again. I thought it was weird. Well, I, uh, I normally start by looking at the wiki and kind of just doing like a really basic story outline. And when I was looking up this game, there was like three paragraphs that were just explaining the backstory of the game. <laughs> like it didn't even get to the plot yet, like of what actually happens in the game. Yeah, I, I've read that, but it it didn't say anything about... Weird priests and funny-looking robes he killing themselves. themselves. I guess that is the mystery we're going to have to live with, just like uh, what happens to Rodan and Enzo throughout 95% of the fucking game. <laughs> True. That's also another question. True that. Wow, Enzo's pretty worthless. and I, Well, never mind. We'll get to that. <laughs> so where does the game actually start? At Eggman's grave, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I just have Eggman question mark in my notes. I just have funeral egg jokes. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what I got from it. There's a lot of... Uh, th- this game really does something super annoying, which I always hate, which is it always like talks out everything that's happening. Oh, yeah. It- it's just frustrating. And people are like, uh, they'll stop fighting so they can talk shit back and forth and then start fighting again and then stop and talk shit. Like Spider-Man. Yes, but not. I, I feel like this happens a lot more. I don't want to shit shit on the game though. Well, they make but, fun uh, of it them, themselves when they're like, "Oh, you could be my write my biography," because the guy's just telling the whole backstory in the beginning. It doesn't take itself very seriously this yeah. entire game, so which I don't have a problem with. The fact that the game has fun or it t- it doesn't take itself seriously, I don't have a problem with that at all. But I do have other problems. But we'll get to all that stuff. <laughs> okay, so at Eggman's grave. They're doing some kind of ceremony or whatever. And uh, angels show up, I guess, to take Eggman to heaven or to hell. I don't know. And that's, this is where we meet Enzo. Yeah. The Joe Pesci wannabe. 
That wasn't Joe Pesci? It could have been for all I know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. I haven't seen Joe Pesci lately. What's he been up to? Could be. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was a very poor Joe Pesci impersonation. Yeah, it was a poor man's Joe Pesci. Like, what kind of direction is that? It's like, so what voice do you want me to use? Like, who is this Enzo character? Just think of Pesci, fatter. They're like, he's a scumbag. He <laughs> just tries to make money in the black market. So think Pesci Casino, not Pesci Goodfellas. Yeah. yeah. That was the direction. And they're like, do you have any other direction? No, just do that exact voice and cadence and, <laughs> and t- add nothing of your own. Just do that. Make some jokes about an egg guy being <laughs> dead, even though you look like a fucking egg yourself. Like his body looked like an egg when they showed him walking to the grave. I was like, why is he making egg jokes? Because he's alive. Maybe it's like some uh, self hatred coming out. <laughs> it must have been. But uh, th- then this is where we meet our protagonist. Yes. Dressed as a sexy ass nun. Which, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> the question, you know, we might as well throw it out now because this is going to come up probably immediately. Is this porn? <laughs> if someone jacked off to it, I guess it is. Yeah, it is. Somebody jacked off. Well, everything's porn then. Yeah. If your definition is if somebody jacked off to it. <laughs> <laughs> Got to draw a line in the sand somewhere. Fucking Trump's last speech is porn to somebody. Exactly. So maybe we have to modify how we say this. Was it designed to be jacked off to? Is that Would that make it porn or more porn or no. pornier? No. It was just Either porny or not. It was designed to be pleasant on the eyes. Yeah. But it's... Okay. Okay. We'll get into it. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Is it as bad as Anichimbara? No. No, no. But it's getting there. It's pushing itself. I don't know, because it feels like in both these games, uh, Bayonetta and Anichimbara, they both feel like they can just walk around the sexism just by having the chick be a badass. Yeah, but I think it's just like it's a type of game. It's like a exploitation film game style, you know. Maybe you're the expert on hack and slashes. I I'm just visiting these these <laughs> sexually confusing waters. <laughs> Cuz that's what they are. So yes, you meet her and uh you start fighting angels. And then Rodan shows up or Rodin helping you fight the angels. You kill a bunch of angels. And who's Rodin? A barkeep. Yeah. Who deals with drugs and guns? Yeah. All right. Sort now, of. Now, which did you guys both play this? I did. No, I didn't. Okay, so do Enzo and Rodin show up in the story? Like, is Rodin? I think I read he was like the guy you buy stuff from. Yeah, he's just a shopkeep. Runs he's, the bar, the gates of hell. Yeah, he seemed like an upgrade guy. Like you buy upgraded guns from him and shit. But is Enzo with him, or does Enzo, does Enzo seriously disappear for most of this game? I think he's gone most of the game, doing Enzo stuff. Trying to make money. Yeah. I mean, he's just human. The other two are whatever. Enzo has a life outside of this, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His life does not revolve around Bayonetta. Yeah, exactly. I do. Rodina is like a secret boss in this game. Oh. You can fight him. Spoiler. Yeah. He's angel, angelic, demonic, something. But do you, like, you keep going back to him and shit like he's a, like a base? Yeah. Okay. His bar. Where you go for upgrades. That's why they never showed him again. Right. Well, he also says this is your fight. He's not going to help. Gotcha. Yeah. Which is kind of a dick move, but whatever. Well, he's got to go for the balance, and she's trying to upset that. Mm. 
So what? Uh, don't we get in the car after this and we leave the graveyard? Yes. And then Enzo explains the whole backstory. Like, oh, you woke up and you don't remember anything except you got to kill angels and yeah. you got the left eye. It's been 20 years and now all of a sudden, hey. Yeah. Hey, yeah. And that's like, why are they going over this? Like, they don't they already know this as characters in the universe of the game? Uh, Obviously, they're going out over it for us, but. Oh, yeah. That's why she says that. What's their reason to have this conversation? I think it's because Enzo's fucking weird. Yeah. He, he might be, to... like, drunk or high or something. He's just like, hey, so, wait, this is you, right? <laughs> you woke up in a. In you a are the one that shit? woke up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. And he did. Oh, all right. I mean, that would make a lot more sense. That's the only thing that like makes sense. Fighting angels who are trying to take you to hell and you won't let them. Yeah. And is he he's surprised by this? But apparently you do this all the time. Yeah. You ruined my car. That comes up, but But he's at the at the funeral, like, oh shit, these angels and then he ducks and stuff. Like he didn't see this coming. This is the first time you guys did it. <laughs> Maybe he's just their brand new friend. Yeah. Or it's he's Bayonetta's Tinder date. I don't know. Oh, I don't fair know why it's there. There was no Tinder in two thousand nine. It was after nine eleven, but it wasn't Tinder pre Tinder. Are we really going to talk about what's possible in this universe? <laughs> like, yeah, Because yeah, this shit is going to get ridiculous. She's not only a witch. She shapeshifts. <laughs> well, it's witching powers. Is oh, it? Yeah. Okay. I was going to save that for when we get to it, because I have some thoughts. But anyway. <laughs> I will get to it. This is where we first meet. I'm, I thought this name was Gianna, but they all in the game pronounce it Jean. Jean? Jean, yeah. Like Jean-Luc Picard. Drives by and attacks you. So this is where Bayonetta, we find out, I guess she can stop time, or is she? Is this one of those situations where she's moving so fast, time is slowing down? Yeah, it's that. Oh, is it? Yeah. Because she, like, goes through the portal to stop it, or is that where she has to go in the portal to get into witch time? Well, she has to get in the portal to fight the angels, because you can't see the angels in the real world. Yeah, but it seemed like when she stepped into the portal, that's when time stopped. Well, maybe she can do it in both. I don't know. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> I don't even know what that was Whatever man So <laughs> If I get hung up on all these details We're going to be here for like six hours <laughs> Alright yeah she freezes time Boom jumps in a portal Runs into Angels Well kills all the angels And runs into a woman in red That sparks a flashback And then you don't know who she is yet Turns out to be Jean Who is another Umber witch. They they do like kind of set up how they have a relationship or they kind of know. Not that they know each other, but Jean knows her. Like there's a familiarity there. Bayonetta recognizes her, but doesn't know who she is. Yeah, she gets like little pieces of her memory back, but no stories. She's like, ah, I do know you, but. You aren't strong enough yet. And then she leaves. Yeah. And this is where after the fight, you end up going to the gates of hell. And that's where you meet Rodin. Well, you go back to Rodin. Or, well, Yes. Well, don't you run into Luca? No, not yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, we already oh, yeah, we already God. met Rodin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we go back to Rodin's establishment. Yes, yes. And you find out that there's news of a whale in Europe selling the right eye or some kind yeah. of gem that might be something you're looking for. He has the whole backstory where, yeah, it's one half of a pair of gems that let you rule the world. I'm selling it on the black market. Who wants it? So has she been looking for the the other part of the eye this entire time, or did Enzo just say, "Oh yeah, by the way, I heard of this thing, the right eye. Maybe you heard of it." She was looking it's in for Europe it. for the last twenty years. Yeah, since and she's been out of the. He's like an information broker, so I guess he found. Yeah, a lead. 
Yeah, because everything I read just described him as informant. So I guess it makes sense he has information, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's been looking for this eye the whole time. And uh, he, she gets these guns and does this ridiculous dancing bar <laughs> sequence. Yes. Where she straddles the bar and loads them on her boots. Oh, we didn't mention that. Bayonetta has four guns at all times, and two are in her boots. No idea how they get fired, but they're there. She stomps on the ground. She's a witch. Okay. <laughs> okay. But I, th- I did think it was every time that she hit something, they went off. But I don't know. Well, Rodin goes to make a drink for her. This is the same sequence where she's putting the... It's just so bizarre. She's putting on these boots in the most insanely acrobatic way possible while it cuts in with Rodin making a drink for her. <laughs> I thought it was quite entertaining. It was very strange. But then she Batmans him and leaves the bar. Then what happens, scientists? Where does this go from here? Well, Enzo has to pay the tab is where it goes from there. But uh, she travels to Vigrid. To go find this. Oh, then this is the beginning of the game. Yeah, actually, okay. it's actually the preamble's done, and you're heading off to the main part. Right after we see the fucking Indiana Jones map thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where she seems to go a long way around the world to get there. Yeah, and she's flying like commercial, and taking a train. Like fuck you. <laughs> like she can turn into a panther and run, and she's taking a train. Yeah, she can turn into a bird and fly. Yeah, it's uh, okay. That's just the start of my issues. <laughs> but uh, then she she gets visited by a voice, and I get, does she actually physically travel, or is it a mind travel, or is it just a flashback? What the hell was this? I think it was just a flashback. She remembers being there in Vigrid. Oh, yeah, yeah. She just has a flashback on the train, or when she gets off right away. Right when she gets off. Yeah, because yeah. there's ghosts on the train. Like, the whole train goes dark, and then... There's like these ghosts walking by her and she hears voices and shit. No, that's right. Like you were waking the eyes or something like that. Yeah. And this is where you run into. Instead of flashbacks, can we just say mind travels? No. Okay. Cool. (laughs) MTs. If we call them MTs, we can do it. But I'm not going to remember what MTs are. Sold. MTs. You guys drive a hard bargain. Well, you meet John again, and then it goes into her backstory, how they were. She was an Umbra witch. Right, while she's hanging out on her motorcycle, sitting there chilling vertically on a wall. Yeah, yeah. just ignoring gravity. That's pretty neat. That's what you can do when you're a witch. I guess just physics don't matter for witches? No, they just change them. Yeah, they have control <laughs> okay. over them. They're, okay. I thought you were the witch expert. <laughs> I thought you no, were the witch I thought I was ghost. <laughs> well, ghost and witch, the any witch. supernatural. Fuck you, <laughs> witch doctor. <laughs> ooh, ee, ooh, ooh, ah. <laughs> oh, jeez, that's where we're going with this, huh? <laughs> you All right, right. Any weird thing? It's witch power. It's witch power. <laughs> witch, witch nonsense, magic. First, you're flying in Appaloosa, and then it's obviously. How come she doesn't have to load her guns? She's a witch. (laughs) Why is she using swords more than guns? But there's guns in every fucking cutscene. She's a witch. She's a witch. Exactly. Okay, I'm getting it. I'm learning it. It is helping me keep my sanity, so I'll go with it. (laughs) Well, it's a magical world they live in. Oh, Vigrid? Is Vigrid supposed to be like Vatican City? 
Because I think it's like around Italy, ain't it? I, it? I would assume so. It seems like it. Yeah, that's what I got. Okay. It was, it's definitely not a real place. No, yeah. I've looked. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> I flew commercial and then took a train. Yeah, there's definitely no it. trains going into Vigrid. Vigrid Europe, I said, and they said, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> then I had to fly back. <laughs> okay. Is this where we run into Luca? Yeah, now you can, now you can talk nice. about Luca. <laughs> After you fight some angels. Fucking guy. <laughs> Dude, Luca's flashback is the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His dad just opens a fucking chest underwater. This fucking witch flies out and kills him. <laughs> And he's like, oh, father. And then he's stuck in the woods by himself. <laughs> so good. Yeah, it's uh, okay. So he blames Bayonetta for his father's death. Yes. Well, she did kill his father. At, why does Bayonetta call him Cheshire? Cheshire? Like the Cheshire, Cheshire cat. Cheshire. Yeah. Yeah. Because like pet. <laughs> she had that little. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to that later. There's a reason. Okay, fine. We'll we'll get to it later. You watched the same videos we watched. Because <laughs> she had a stuffed animal when she was a little girl. Um, I'm not going to lie. used to call Cheshire, the, the Cheshire cat. The first time I tried watching this, I fell asleep for half hour, and I think I just it was during the same cutscene <laughs> that I woke up. <laughs> so I had to go back and watch it again. But anyway. Yeah, after like the first hour, I was very in and out. <laughs> so this should be... This, we're pros here, so this is part of the process. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Luca's a journalist who's been tailing you, I guess, trying to, I guess, kill you because you killed his father. Yeah, he vowed revenge. I thought we... Go ahead. Does he say right here that he's a journalist? I think He so. says it later. Yeah, like he brings it up later. like you, sh- you already knew. I kind of got that impression the first time I saw him. Why would you assume he was a journalist? Isn't he running... Because he had one of those fucking little, he had like a little handheld thing that he could just shoot and, and get pulled away like Spider-Man. Yeah. Don't like a journalist. Yeah, I saw a couple guys from the Washington Post pull that. Just hop up on buildings and rappel up away from <laughs> I can believe royal guards. <laughs> like, is that just the thing you can buy in the future? Because that looks awesome. <laughs> I want one. Speaking of, is this the future? Oh, no, this is the past, or... 2009 or yeah, whatever. I thought it was present day at the time it was released. Yeah, because they have like motorcycles and the guards and stuff. Like when they're in the real world, Earth, yeah, everything looks sort of like it does. They're close enough. They don't have cell phones, so it's true. All right, let's say it takes place in 1985, before McFly goes to the future. Yes. Yeah, before he fucked it all up. And 16 years before 9-11. <laughs> excellent, excellent. But yeah, fucking Luca. So here's my problem with him. It's everything. <laughs> <laughs> He's the best. He's like this ladies' man journalist who definitely has a thing for Bayonetta. But, and she's, she, at the beginning at least, is just toying with him. But why does she keep him around? It's her pet. What's the point of him in this story? Let's start there. What's the point of him in the story? I'm not exactly sure he has a point in the story. He's a babysitter. Yeah. Oh, so they wanted to have Ceriza in the game, and in order to make any kind of sense, he had to be there to 
babysit her? Yeah, I don't see why he couldn't. She couldn't just leave him at Rodin's place or something. Yeah, or just witch powers. That's why it happened. Well, witch powers. Yeah, yeah, because he's a journalist and he's looking for her. He's following her around the yeah. whole time. Not like she. She doesn't carry him around with her. She, he never left the city, but. The whole, right, like it makes sense why he's there. Yeah, do you think the whole time he's there, even when she wasn't in the city, he was like turning around like, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't see her when she's in the other world. Exactly. But he can hear her. What's that all about? I didn't know he really heard her. I thought it was just kind of like a sense. Like, oh, he can smell her and shit. Smell her shit? <laughs> <laughs> or does she just like pop in for a second? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she... And just like fart. And then disappear. Maybe it's like Beetlejuice where you have to want to be seen. Maybe. Unless someone has a pair of very specific glasses that can see her. Well, they're magical witch glasses. Well, those were just regular glasses. Until she, <laughs> witch powers, yeah. She put, she put witch powers on them. Did that, you see that? Yeah. That was obvious. Because she didn't need the glasses to see them. That was obvious. Yeah, she did a little magic witch <laughs> no, tower. Like you didn't see it? It was. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you got to go back and watch the whole thing again. Yeah. Let's go waste three three more hours. <laughs> go ahead. It's your time. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> you learn anything? No. So this is where we meet Ceresa, right? Yes. Yes. What reality is this? This is Earth where you meet her? Uh, I think she's bouncing between she's, them. She's hidden in another one, yeah. but you see her. And you're like, what the hell are you doing here? And she's kind of like, hee hee running around. What does she keep calling her? Little one, I think? Yeah, yeah. little one. She's not very motherly. She keeps calling her mummy. Yeah, she doesn't really show any kind of motherly affection towards this child. No, 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 mummy. Because <laughs> uh, she was dead mummy. for five hundred years and she was resurrected like a mummy. I didn't get that at all. But oh, was she saying mommy? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it didn't scan for me either. And I was trying to think in my head of the clues where she was saying mummy. I think it was just her, her accent. Yeah, it, it was. It yeah, was. it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. And it just goes downhill from here in pretty much every way. Yeah, eventually you can catch up to Cereza. Find out her name is Cereza. Yes. And then you see some kind of monster demon. For. Tiduda for Tudido for Tudido. <laughs> it's, it's a who is one of angel. four. What are they called? Uh, Adisho. He's Fortitudo, bringer of the flame, cardinal virtue of courage. He's one of the cardinal virtues. Yeah. That was the name I was looking for. Okay, but yeah, he's, he's your typical dragon angel. It is the first time you kill somebody with your hair? Well, you can do it to the minor enemies throughout the game. Oh, okay. So scientists. Tell tell us again what Fortudio looks like. Uh, a dragon angel. It's got a huge dragon. It's got an upside down face on its chest this, area. This is a dragon with two heads. Yeah. I like how these enemies looked, though. How they were like statues, statuesque, like Roman cherub statues and shit. Classic angels. I will. S- yeah, I will say they. The four of them look like they belong in the same group. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that. That's something positive I can say. Yeah, sure is. And it was actually kind of fun. And you get the big, when you actually beat them, you get the, the big God of War-like cutscene where you're destroying them completely. With uh, quick time events? Yeah, sort of. It's just movie-like. 
Now, since it's like a hack and slash, well, no, since it is a hack and slash, uh, do you have to wait till they like attack you and then hit their limb that's near you, that kind of thing? Sometimes. Sometimes you have to like platform up to a little place where they are and hit something. Okay. Until their health is low enough to do the grand finale. Yeah. I watched a couple boss fights. They look pretty fun, but eh, gotta worry. Yeah, that's exactly what it kind of like. Now, I was a little confused because I, oh boy, did I fade out paying attention. But uh, <laughs> obviously, do you, do you actually kill him here or does he come back, Fortitudio come back later? You fight clones of them later who aren't as strong as uh, these guys okay. are. But. Well, I want, oh, that's like the classic double dragon thing where it's like you fight a guy and he's the boss at the end of the first level and then he comes back later as a clone. Yeah. As like a clone, yeah. Okay. I'm, well, I'm you don't really kill them either. They just like. Well, they get dragged. They're on the ground. Yeah. And he's like, ha, it has been foretold. And he gets dragged into hell. That was pretty close, except he speaks in complete fucking gibberish. Oh, yeah. He just says. Blah, 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 <laughs> and she completely understands him. Well, yeah. She speaks many languages. Yeah. It's the, it's the language of heaven. Well, yeah. And why does, why does she speak so many languages? Because she's a witch. Itch powers, indeed. <laughs> she's an Umbra witch? Um, come well, on. She's, she's half Umbra witch, half Lumen Sage, but she's a unique individual. And then after you beat him, he rambles on something about the resurrection of Jubileus, the creator, and gets drugged to hell. And made Jubileus. Who's dragging him to hell? Are we to believe that's Satan or just some kind of demon entity? I assume that's dragging him? Lots of demons. Yeah, once. I assumed it was just a pit of hungry demons. Yeah. Who just like reach their hands up out of a hole and be like, oh, grab whatever they could. So like the end of uh, Jason goes to hell. Yes, I never when, saw when it. they grab the Freddy mask or the Jason when Freddy grabs the Jason mask. Yeah, now that's a classic. <laughs> so <laughs> now that's a classic. <laughs> I have written in my notes here. I guess I was pontificating about it, but is Bayonetta a god? No, she's a witch. She's a. Uh, she, she can kill pretty much anything. Well, she's made uh, pacts with demons, and the demons give her her power. Yeah, because she only she just whips her hair into the hell world, and brings demons to kill angels. Like that's all she does. Yeah. So would you? So you're both in the the no camp. She is not a god. No. She's no. a she's witch. That an op witch. Yes. There is only one god. Two gods in the game, I guess. Well, dude, I've been saying that for years. That there's <laughs> Should listen to you. Yeah, but she's normal human. She, her parents are both human. Well, they're not human. One's a witch and one's, well, a, one's a sage. sage. Humans are chaos. She's human-like. So are all sages or witches originally humans? Or are they like a special breed or something? That I don't know. I assume they were humans in their respective realities. Like Paradiso humans are sages and Inferno humans are witches. I'll take that. Right? Yep. Whatever gets this over with faster. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then they, where do they go after this, scientists? I think they just walk around with Cereza. You go to some weird ruins. Yeah. Where, where is that? Like Paradiso? Or? I think so. Yeah, they're walking around Paradiso. And I have it written down that uh, Bayonetta and Luca have a smooth jazz moment. I'm not sure what that means. <laughs> yeah. Well, he does, she does talk to Luca again. Yeah, this is where you run into Luca. Oh, like you're not grouped up yet. She runs into him separately a couple times, yeah. right? Yeah, he comes 
runs into her in the fucking ruin area. That's right, and she like straddles him to throw him out of the way of the collapsing bridge or whatever it is. Yep, yep. that's this part, right? Yeah, and he's like super self righteous. I'm, I got sick of him very quickly. <laughs> yeah, he seems like why is he act like a self righteous asshole? Doesn't he's out to kill her, but doesn't ever take the chance. Yeah, I. He's like, you're a witch. You killed my dad. I would never kill some of them. I'm like, dude, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> he is annoying. He is really annoying. And it's not like they do that once. They just keep going over. But anyway, so this is where you find John again, because I'm pretty sure you run into John somewhere between like eight and forty-five million times. Yes, you run into John there. Where? Soon after you talk to Vuka. After you save Cereza from angels? Yeah. No, no, this is before. You find, you see Jean talking to who you find out later is Temperentia. I must have missed that part. Right, I just had in quotes baby face monster. They're all baby face monsters. That's true. (laughs) I I didn't make the connection yet that they all had baby faces. But uh, she fights Jean here. She beats her ass. John retreats, which again, you're not so strong enough yet, right? If you're not strong enough, why did I just beat your ass? And then this is also, ugh, ugh. This is the part where every once in a while in this game you play as somebody else for like brief sequences. Really? And this was the one where Cereza's running away and you're controlling her. What do you just have to like run away from demons behind you or something or angels? No, it's like. Isn't a tunnel is collapsing or something like that, and you're Cereza in the foreground running towards the camera, and you see Bayonetta like trying to save you in the back? I don't remember that. I didn't uh, see I don't remember that in speedrun. But... Yeah, that's weird. That's... Either way, it's fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but how else are you going to unlock your beast within power? Yeah, this is where you learn you could transform into a panther. Okay, as part of your character development, you learn that you can turn into a panther. Yeah. So this just doesn't come out of you don't, left re- field. Okay, you don't learn. Know. You remember. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. I mean, it makes sense to me. Yeah, what yeah. the fuck? It's amnesia. Oh, yeah. I can turn into a panther. You can turn into anything. Well, maybe not. So is, pan- is panther like, is that a witch thing? That, like, some mythical witch lore I never knew, like warts and brooms and also panther changing. You have a very limited view on witches, I guess. Yeah, I do. You're witches. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I don't know. Well, can't yeah. she turn into birds and shit, too? She turns like a crow. That seems like all witch wiz- like imagery to me. I thought vampires were the shapeshifters. And now you're telling me witches can do it? Yeah, why doesn't she turn into a fucking frog or something? Well, that's I mean, more witchy. Vampires didn't. Corner of the shape shifting market. I mean, there are werewolves too, and yeah, it is kind of lame that werewolves get a shape shift and then vampires also get a shape shift. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? Well, my guy can shape shift too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, fine. Witches can shape shift. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, I thought she had too many powers in this game as well. I mean, she's not Alex Mercer, but well. No one is. <laughs> no. He's still the biggest scumbag, I think, even after this game. <laughs> sure is. Ah, Kane and Lynch by far. Oh, that's right. They are pretty big scumbags. Oh, yeah. 
Bam. No, we settled uh, We settled on Mercer being the biggest scumbag. You settled. I don't have to listen to that episode <laughs> okay. again. <if> okay. <laughs> what, did we, what did we end up with? <laughs> Tell us in the Can comments. Someone tweet us. Let us know. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, tweet at us. Let us remember what our opinions are. <laughs> Jesus. And that goes out to all the international listeners as well. And uh, well, then you end up following an image trying to save Cereza from running away. And you eventually get to a fight more angels and save her from, I guess, the angels doing whatever the angels were going to do. So this is the part where they're trans—they're trying to get to the Isla del Sol. Not yet. Not yet? Okay. All right, wait. Where are we That's now? That's like two hours later. You just game. saved her from the angels. Yes. And then you're off. <laughs> All right, tell me where this is. Into Paradiso to effortlessly kill some angels. That's right after that, because after you save her, you then take fight her. the baby face sculpture. Use that's, hair that's to kill coming it. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, use hair to kill everything. I know that's what it says in my notes. Use hair to kill it, like <laughs> always. <laughs> so that's the point of the game—not to find the other eye. It's just to murder, which I can get on board with. Is it murder when you kill angels? Yeah. Why is she killing all these angels? Because they're trying to take her to hell. I believe is what Enzo says in the beginning. Can't they just? Can't she just get out of hell anytime she wants? I don't know if that's a witch power or not. What do you think, uh, Papa Scotch? Absolutely, it's a witch power. Everything's a witch power. <laughs> yeah, if she can whip her hair to hell to grab demons, I'm pretty um, sure she can get in and out. Well, I mean, they're also trying to kill her, so. Maybe that's the loophole. They're not coming. Uh, can, okay, they're coming You can go her. in and out of yeah. hell, but only your hair. They're not coming to play patty cake with her. All right. Because I was like, this isn't helping her find the fucking, the right eye. Why is she fighting all these angels? Well, because they're the opposite side. Yeah, but they're not. It's not like advancing her search for the eye. Oh no! Right? No, not yet. I guess. But they're just coming after her, so she's like, "Ah, fuck! You're gonna keep coming. I'm gonna keep killing." <laughs> Here I go, killing again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what I got from it. That they were just kind of, they had their own agenda. They didn't give a shit about the eye one way or the other. They were just trying to bring her back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, you take Cereza to. Paradiso and walk and you end up having a pose off with yourself. Uh, yes, I just have fight clone and a pose off. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was excellent. That was Perfect so writing. So good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you want to say something? No. Yeah, you do. This is where you meet Joy. No, we'll we'll go over what I think about it in a little bit. Let's uh what what happens after that? They, they, isn't there another exposition dump? Yeah, I don't know. That just between every scene, there's exposition. Yeah. Exposition. That's dump. a good point. After you, and they keep yourself. going over the same shit <laughs> yes, over exactly. and over. Yeah, looking for the eye. Which I get if you're playing the game. So I I don't want to. This isn't a huge strike against it because if you're playing the game, there's probably like time that elapses in between. There's a lot of fighting in between these things. That you right. So do. it's like, wait, what the hell was I? It. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. That's what we're doing yeah. here. So, so I'm not going to shed it too much, but it does get super annoying when you watch a three-hour cutscene movie and two and a half are the same fucking thing over and over <laughs> again. True. But this part was cool where you killed Joy on the, the horse, where you torture her. And well, Joy's the name of the, the species of the yeah, yeah. angel. Isn't there also a part, it might not have been here, it might have been just part of her normal fighting ensemble, but isn't there a part where like an Iron Maiden comes out of the ground and you... Crunch an angel. Yeah, it's one of the special ways your hair can kill any normal enemies. Is your hair the Iron Maiden, or the hair that's pulling the Iron Maiden up from hell? That's a good question. 
think it's pulling it from. You know what? Doesn't matter. Which doesn't matter. Which power? Which power? You don't know. Which power? I think we found our first uh, hashtag of the day next to MT and mind travel. <laughs> I completely forgot what MT was when you said it. I was trying to remember. Mind travels. <laughs> so after you beat yourself right. in a pose off, you find Luke and Cereza, and then there's the expedition dump. Exposition dump. And uh, after a while, you go and end up fighting your next boss. Then you fight Temperatia, Temperatia. Temperentia. Manipulator of winds and cardinal virtue of temperance. I knew I didn't write it right. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys learn about this virtue in uh, school? No. It's one of the opposite of the seven deadly sins, the cardinal virtues. Oh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> temperance, I think, is the opposite of gluttony. That makes sense. Gotcha. It's moderation, right? Yeah. What are the other ones? Yeah, there's an opposite of one of each of the deadly sins is the call of the cardinal virtue. Hmm. Well, that was helpful. That makes more sense. Knowing is half the battle. Yeah. Exactly. And well, Or remembering is half the battle. Ooh. There's like an archangel Boom. for each cardinal virtue, and there's a like a prince of hell for each deadly sin. Do you fight hell in the second Bayonetta? I never played it because it was only on... Switch or something. But I assume. Parameter step they go on is they need to get on the plane or find a plane? Uh, I don't think so. This is a motorcycle. Yeah, it's a Onichibara motorcycle scene comes up. Yeah, tuned to Yes, go how could I forget? This is. <laughs> are we on the bridge yet? Uh, yeah, well, Luca and uh, Cereza are driving something right. down there. Right, right. Yeah, you take the motorcycle to the bridge. I have Onichibara, a la Onichibara, and wet. Yeah. <laughs> a motorcycle scene. That pretty much nails it. And they're they're trying to get to the... the, 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 the Isla del Sol. Not yet. <laughs> Still not? not? No. I thought they didn't get there yet. No, but this is the bridge to it, right? That's why they're on it. Prominence Bridge. Which, yeah, I wrote down. No big deal. Yeah, yeah. You might have heard about it, yeah, because there's still you still have another or do we two go to boss fights bridge? before you even go to Isla de Sol. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we are on the bridge for quite some time. Yeah. yeah, the bridge is fucking long. Or maybe you're just freezing time. I don't know. I have it written here as this is when Luca's talking and he's like, well, me being a journalist, and I wrote immediately, where the fuck did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I felt the same way because I don't think he brought it up before. Maybe he didn't. I just assumed he was a journalist. Because he's a Why? Dick. <laughs> what? Doesn't he have a camera? I don't remember him having a camera. Because he's trying to capture a picture of her all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. He does seem a little preoccupied with, we'll just say to be polite, chase and tail. <laughs> so, is that how all journalists are? Have you guys, you guys know any journalists? Yeah, the last one I knew was trying to bang some 500-year-old witch. <laughs> yeah, word. That is what journalists do. Uh, journalist power. She's pretty hot for 500 years old. Journalist power. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get that little like uh, web shooter claw thing, and uh, you can try and bang 500-year-old Gwen. And you get a pencil and stuff. Yeah, and a notepad. I see the appeal now. <laughs> John Wick taught me how to kill someone with a pencil. So. Yeah, didn't, didn't see the appeal before. Now it's making sense. But you're starting to see where this is coming from. Yeah. Yeah. I just, you know, I needed a little bit of nonsense to get in the right headspace of Luca. Exactly. That's what Luca's all about. He's all about that nonsense. Mm. And then somewhere after that long highway scene, 
you end up in Paradiso again and having to fight a cube. The, the golem. golem. Yeah, the golem. The construct, big ball, whatever. Just turns into shit. And he's like, those little magnet things. I don't know yeah. how to explain it. I don't remember this at all. <laughs> this might have been where I tuned out. He's yeah. like a bunch of green cubes that turns into like a dragon's head. And yeah. There's a boss like it in Kingdom Hearts. But a you don't fist. Know. And then her hair plays volleyball with it and kills it. Yeah. That's right. Where she gets completely naked. And her, is her hair also her outfit? Yes. Apparently. Except for like the golden. Yeah. She's not completely naked. But Right. Close. But it, she does have her hair strategically cover up every nipple. Well, yeah, she's in common in company. You can't really just. Why is she wearing glasses? They look cool. Where did her accent come from? Britain, five hundred years under <laughs> a lake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Witch powers. Witch powers. Just say witch powers. <laughs> well, no, those are That's those are really because I mean, you think English sounds like it I does now? I think she chose that ago? accent. Or no, she she did come from Vigrid. Yeah, in the past. Apparently, that's where all the, the witches and sages hung out. Well, because after you fight the cube, you end up at the Sea of Stars, which is where you remember all the, your fight with Jean way in the past. And yeah. This is where it all just comes. Emptying back. Emptying back. Perfect. This is after the plane? <laughs> no, this is before you get on the plane. And also before you ride a missile. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome when Jean's fucking launching missiles. She's like, fuck this island. <laughs> yeah, after she has all those flashbacks is when she has the fight and Cereza makes the special glasses for Luca to see the angels she's fighting. Uh, yes, yes. And this is, I think, John fight four, number four? Yeah. So we find out you're Cereza, right? Yeah. I thought that happened way later. But whatever. Well, no, let's go with it. It's after she launches the missiles and then you talk and then and then you fight and then you find out. This is the. Did we get to the third uh, cardinal virtue yet? Where that's right after this part, you fight it. Okay, I'm getting you. these parts all mixed up. The giver of life and cardinal virtue of justice. And this is when uh, is she fighting that boss on a surfboard? No, that's the next boss. Which one's okay. that? Sapiacha. This is this is the big uh, floating head that shoots out like tentacles and. Oh, this is where. You oh fight yeah, yeah. Justicia, the floating head. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. And then you. Kill that one. That one looked like a, a Castlevania yeah. enemy. Who was that? Like Legion, sort of? Legion. Legion. Yeah. Which is another religious thing. but Yeah, it seemed to have a lot of religious iconography yeah. in this game. But I guess that's what it's all about. It's not like something like Dante's Inferno or God of War, where it kind of takes the quote-unquote real-life narrative... Nah, and kind of uses yeah. it to mold a story. It feels like this just picks parts. It just looked at it and been like, I can write the same kind of thing. Right. Like they're, instead of being like, well, we need four bosses. Let's do the four horsemen. Ah, someone just did that. What else we got? Yeah, exactly. Cardinal Virgin. Yep, sold. And then witch powers. Yeah. <laughs> and then after you beat him, or it, I guess, Luca starts telling the mythical story of Bayonetta's origin, that she was born half Lumen Sage, half Umber Witch, and she was blah, blah, blah. Like, did you not know this before this part? She didn't. Did, was she playing the same game I was watching? <laughs> 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 I thought it was obvious as fuck. 
Oh, but I guess she's, yeah, she's just remembering it now. Yeah. But why'd she have all these flashbacks of this fucking well, she outcast? Was, she didn't know what the, exactly that was, I guess. Okay. And she keeps saying, like, I think Jean keeps telling her that they wouldn't give the stone to somebody and blah, blah, blah. Well, Jean just says, you can't give up the stone. That's our thing. Like, yeah, there's, you can't get rid of it. Nobody else can have it. And now we get to the part, Papa Scotch, where you sneak on the jet and fight Jean on the jet. Awesome. Fight number five. Or, or is six. this a continuation of fight four or six? I, I, Jeez, who, who knows? knows? Yeah. It's, I, yeah, I'm done counting those because there's probably 14 of them. Yeah, she keeps showing up and you keep fighting her. Oh, this is where Sarah's, Sarah's or whatever falls off the plane and then yeah. so does Luca. And then he's just looking as the plane, plane takes off. Yeah. And you're fighting Jean on the wings. and Yeah. And then out of nowhere comes uh, Sepentia, controller of the seas, cardinal virtue of prudence. And you have to fight Which him. Which looks like a huge beetle. Yeah. And you fight it on a surfboard. <laughs> yeah, I, my notes just say Bayonetta defeats him on a surfboard and then underneath it, note, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and she makes a giant spider to eat him. Yeah, I think that note, fuck you, was because you looked at the time left in the video and you're like, 40 minutes yet? <laughs> <laughs> That's very possible. Cause, and then she turns her hair into like several tarantulas. Yeah. Like the beetle, she, tur- she turns her hair into the web and the tarantula spiders and they eat. Sepentia. Sepentia, I guess. Sepentia. Sepentia. And then you jump on a missile and ride it towards Isla de Sol. Yeehaw. <laughs> First of all, dynamite drop in, chomp slap. You nailed that. <laughs> <laughs> when I was reading the wiki, it was like very quickly going over stuff, and it's like the three head to Isla del Sol. First by helicopter, then by missile. And I was like, oh. and I wrote a note like that can't be right. That has to be a typo. You were wrong. I was. Of course, wrong. it can be right. It has to be right. It's like it's got to be a typo. Maybe it's like a rocket or something. It's like nope, no, it's a missile. And then I have underneath that, no, this was right. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, you're going to Isla del Sol to get to some corporation I can't remember the name of. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember writing that down at all. I didn't write it down because I didn't think it was important. Yeah. And then we get more flashbacks. Yep. And Jean tells a long-ass story. This is, yeah. Ugh. So do you want to summarize it for us very quickly? I think we just did that in the last half hour. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it is the same shit over and over. Basically, I just had, uh, I had in my notes that Bayonetta is a child born from an Umbra witch, Umbra witch and Lumen Sage, and that's forbidden, and she's ostracized, and John wants to fight her as a trial, I guess, like a witch trial. Yeah, she gets to, to get witch powers. Somebody, yeah, and who's going to get the stone of the left eye of whatever. That was in the past. Yeah. And then you find out Bayonetta won, right? Or sure. Whatever. I don't remember how it ends. Yeah. Let's just assume yes. Well, yeah. Well, she has to win because she has the fucking left eye. Yeah. And this is, is this where Bayonetta gives John the gem? Yeah, she shows her. Yeah. The eye. Yeah, and then they she realizes they used to be friends, that kind of thing. Yeah, this is where she figures it all out. Yeah, she found that statue before, a little carving. Oh, this is this where she throws it at her? Or that was before? It could have been one of the fights before, I don't remember. I think it was fight four when she throws it at her, and she's like, this means nothing to me. That's right. Didn't, didn't she steal it in one of the previous fights, too? Is that the same one you were talking about? Like, she lifts it off her. 
in like the first one. I think she, she found she, it somewhere. She founds it, finds it when she was in Paradiso at the oh, okay. Sea of Stars. Yeah, and it says like Cereza and Jean. Jean underneath it or something. And that's where she realizes. Why is it in Paradiso? Did they used to hang out there when they were kids? I think uh, after the sages tried to kill all the witches, they took it. They took everything, yeah. every piece of witch. Well, I think they took I, like the whole yeah, place. Yeah. yeah. Well, now, did the, the heaven, hell, paradiso, hell split happen with Bayonetta, like in her lifetime? It was so always like that. It was on her birth, wasn't it? Okay. Because um, when she was born, they're like, that's fucking blasphemy. We have to destroy this. This is the end. Oh, that's right. Right, right, right. Because they're like, this can't be. If she's alive, that's the end of the, that's a, that's the end of our shit. Because each one controls one of the eyes. Yeah. So they can see. And that God forbid world. they interbreed. <laughs> I didn't it's not woke that. at all, guys. No. It was 2009. Yeah. These were true. tough times. Yeah, definitely. We all did things we're not proud of to get by. But that's <laughs> that's what 2009 was like. That's what it was all about. For all you millennials. Anyway, <laughs> so then. <laughs> so then you meet Baldar, right? Baldur. Oh, fuck this guy. The last Lumen Sage. And he talks so much because <laughs> yeah, this. I watched the video in two segments. Like I watched an hour, and then the next time I did the other two hours and fifteen minutes. <laughs> and by this point, I was so pissed. I was like, "Dude, let's get on. Let's get, chop, chop. Let's move this along." And he's just talking for like twenty minutes. <laughs> Basically, the only thing you need to know that he says is he says like, "All this was done to awaken the left eye," and blah blah blah. Yeah, what the fuck was the little kid for then? It was supposed to make her. Try and protect her, I think. I don't like make Bayonetta have a conscience, like a yeah. conscience for once. Something like yeah, that. I have re- I have written down that he that Balder sent her to help Bayonetta remember. Yeah. And then it was so that she he could lure her Bayonetta to him so he didn't have to do anything to get the eye. So that both the eyes would be in the same spot so they could awaken Jubileus. Right. And then he's like, Yeah, but I wish you were this little girl instead of who you are now. <laughs> yeah, which is Weird. Okay. Doesn't he That's say shit strange. like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? It went off like 25 fucking minutes. <laughs> I couldn't keep up with the whole thing. But then he does consume <clears throat> Cereza very uh, Alex Mercer style. Oh, yeah. It puts her in his chest. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Bruh. Then you fight Then him. you fight him. And I remember this being an annoying fight. Which was probably the only part of this game that wasn't erotic. <laughs> that wasn't? Depends who you're talking to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. You're right. You're absolutely correct. And oh, and this is also where they throw in, oh, yeah, by the way, I killed Luca's father. Like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he did it. Boldar did it. Well, I think I thought it was angels that ripped him apart. Tomato, tomato. Like, he couldn't see it as a child. Like, they ripped him apart for opening her up. Yeah. Letting her out. Well, that was, that was the reveal we get to later that uh, he couldn't see the angels ripping him apart. He just saw Bayonetta. Yeah, and then he has a flashback where he know he remembers the like splashes in the water, and then he's like, right, "Oh, right. she was helping." Yeah. Okay. But you know, fuck him anyway. Dude, <laughs> dude there's a part where Luke is taking care of Cereza, and he's like, "Oh my god, she killed your parents too." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. Okay, that was pretty good. You're right. I'll be fair. But uh, then what happens after this 95-minute cutscene? 
Well, you fight Balder and something. I don't know. You power both eyes. He Yeah, does he talk you into like just chilling? Or does he... I think the eye awakes and she kind of gets like... I don't know. She passes out somehow. She just gets like sucked into the... Yeah. And then they both, go through, both enter the eyes of a statue, I guess. I don't know. And, and Jubilee awakens. Yeah. And you're glossing over probably the best line in the game where she says, don't fuck with the witch and then fires her lipstick at him. <laughs> that that happened yeah, in this that, game. That totally did. I totally blocked that out of my memory until you said that. But I tried. Can't see it when I sleep now. <laughs> she fired the lipstick because she can make the lipstick move in the air. Like you could control that bullet. Yeah. You actually have to control it in the game. Yeah. I thought she could just use her witch power to bend bullet curvatures, but you know what? I guess it's a situational. What, yeah. Who does she think she is? Angelina Jolie? She, she was in that terrible movie. Why not? Right? I mean, she can turn into a fucking panther. She can turn bullets. Why not? It seems all very witch, witch stuff. Why didn't she just turn into a bullet herself? Because <laughs> <laughs> it has to be alive. Oh, okay. Well, then shoot a snake at her. And then... <laughs> and then Jean... John shows up and uh, saves Bayonetta from the eye of Jubileus or whatever. After the gods already awoke. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't make sense. Like, why couldn't they both jump in? Isn't this where John turns into a panther too? Well, yeah, she is a witch. Well, yeah, John's just as badass as you are. So just all witches can shapeshift into panthers. Just the special ones. Just, yeah, the crazy, awesome Umbra witches that were fighting for the ruling of Umbra witches. (laughs) And because of witch power. Yes. Yeah. Well, they're the most powerful ones. There's a reason they're, they're the, the only, only two alive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. I'm not dying on this hill. <laughs> <laughs> this is not where I make my stand. Let's let's uh, let's go with it. All Great. Right. Yeah. Nice. She can be a panther as well and ride a motorcycle vertically up a tower. Why not? Yeah. Witch let's power. not let's not get into the point that she's using hair to summon demons. Yeah. yeah. Let's right. just they, gloss they over are. that. That's okay. Well, you know, I see I got that part. That made total sense. <laughs> that's the part that makes sense. Yeah, that, if anything, that's the one. And Not the fact that Luca is not dressed period appropriately. We'll just move past this. <laughs> he, was, he was like brought Whoa. from the 70s. Whoa. I mean, he 1700s. looks like he fell out of an Assassin's Creed game. That's what he looks like. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, I dare you. I think you. you're fucking right. No, you're right. You're right. <laughs> it's that scarf. And then Bayonetta fights Jubileus. And you knock Jubileus into the sun. Well, though, you fight with the help of Jean. Yeah. Yeah. She helps you here. To summon a hair god. That's what I've written down. Yeah, it's both their hairs. You fight the god to summon a hair god. And then. Why not? Which power? Sun. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then you hit her with a, the power of the Big Bang. Yeah, or something. And then knocks you into the sun. <laughs> So, yeah, this is the fight that takes place like half on the tower and half in orbit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they that were they were out. trying to resurrect Jubileus to restart the universe, I guess. Yeah. he was, Jubileus was there to make the Big Bang, to yeah. restart everything. So they stopped. They saved everybody. They used the Big Bang to beat Jubileus and then somehow stop the Big Bang from destroying the Earth. Yeah. Sure. I didn't understand that part. The only thing that I that tripped me up yeah. in the game. <laughs> That's the only thing? That's the one fight you couldn't get around? I hear you. I was like, all right. You That's actually it. the only part that makes sense to me is <laughs> they were 
the, the Julius was going to blow up the universe, and they had to stop it. They used the Big Bang Force Punch <laughs> to blow up Jubileus or shoot him I into missed the that. I was I was mentally checked out by now, like hard. I was like, oh, they're still in space fighting. I was on my third, wa- third wave at that point, and I was like, this is it. We're almost done. <laughs> <laughs> and then you save the world universe. Yep. Everybody lives happily ever after. And then but but uh Bayonetta's dead though. Uh, but she's not. <laughs> yeah, why does she how how does she supposed to die? Was she supposed to die to stop the Big Bang? Yeah. I think. But, but then, she's not dead. Then all of a sudden she's alive. I didn't understand that. Yeah. Either. Her and Jean fight a bunch of angels in the cutscene at the end. Yeah. The game's over. So she's supposed to be dead. Angels come, I guess, to take her soul or something. I, yeah. That kind of makes sense. I'll buy that part. Yeah, they come for all dead to judge. She becomes alive and starts killing everybody. Everyone's like, oh, my God, you're alive. Well, Jean fights everybody, and then she pops out of the casket. Ah. Yeah, Enzo's like, what the fuck? And then how does she pop out the casket when there's rosemary on it? She's not a demon. She's not a demon. She's a witch. Okay. That's a, uh, how long was she in there too? Because she's like, you could have picked a nicer casket. <laughs> <laughs> that was a terrible. That's how I just like her, dude. <laughs> I don't know what that voice is. It sounded like Count Chocula. <laughs> no, it's definitely a female. It's it's real worms. <laughs> it's like the queen had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> Sold. Yeah. All right. So and then. Yeah. This is where Enzo and Roden show back up at her funeral. Yeah. Yeah, because it's supposed to be like a mirror of the beginning. Yeah. And then, all right, tell them tell him, tell him what happens after this. Uh, game ends. Right. Game ends. We get our credits, and then we get a dance sequence. Oh, well, yeah. You get plenty of those in this game. I didn't know that was news, but there's a nice dance sequence. What? Did I miss a dance sequence? Yeah, it was just... What happens? Just Bayonetta dancing, and the angels are like her backup dancers. Yeah. Oh. For like the credits or something? Yeah. Oh. Because there's no continuity to this universe. It just does kind of whatever it fucking feels like doing. Papa Scotch. Did you see all the outfits she can wear? No, I did not. And I I don't give a shit. I'm not even (laughs) going to. I just watched a couple boss fights, and one of them she was in uh, Samus Power Armor, and one she was in Princess Peach's. Skirt. That must have been when they moved it to Nintendo. Yeah, they were definitely Wii. Oh, that's like the thing for the uh, incentive for people to buy the game again. Yes, yeah. Oh, so that wasn't in the regular version. It wasn't on the Wii game I played. At least I don't think so. Okay. That would make sense. Okay, so here are the problems I have with this story. You have a problem with this story? Well, we'll believe it or not. Part two of the podcast. (laughs) 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 All our problems. That does it for this week. No, um, <laughs> like I, I don't understand. I'll just say I don't understand the tone and the tongue in cheek of the game. I just don't get how I, I don't understand the flow of it because there's no rules to this universe. Like everything is just explained away with witch powers. So there's no ceiling to hit when it comes to your power. So you're never in real danger. So there are really no stakes. So what does any of the tension matter, and what is what are the goals even getting accomplished? Like, who cares? You're saving the universe. Yeah, but was there ever any doubt you wouldn't? Like, you can't die. Yeah, if you, you can. If die. you didn't search for the other eye, you would have never had to save the universe. Yeah. Well. Yeah, it's your fault. This is it's all your, your fault. fault. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, this kind of shit happens in every game. You're fixing the shit you fucked up. Just like in Kane and Lynch 2 Dog Days, which is exactly. available right now for PlayStation 3. <laughs> Go buy it. Give me that check. Listen, listen to our podcast from last <laughs> week first. That will help, yes. That, <laughs> can you imagine if people just like flipped around through these? We make so many references to other things. And Parasite Eve, anyway. Yeah, perhaps. Well, ch- yeah. We should definitely tell them to listen from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> and don't worry about Parasite Eve. <laughs> but, uh, and other than that, where I feel like there are no stakes and no rules and shit just happens... It also seems like somehow everything is either over-explained, like they go over the same shit over and over and over again, or it's under-explained, where it's like, oh, she can turn into a panther now. Bam. Just nothing yeah. is sufficiently the whole, explained for me. The whole transforming thing kind of ruined it for me. I found no problem with the game at all. They needed no. There was no need for that. Why not just have, her, have witch speed or witch flying? It's a cool little thing. <laughs> it is, but it was unnecessary. Made it totally unbelievable. <laughs> I think it was just meant to like put in the combat and yeah for moving I around understand during that, but, yeah. Right, and that ma- that part makes sense, but it doesn't make sense in regards to the story, which is you know what this podcast is—the story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is that what we do? Nowhere in the story does it talk about shape shifting. Like all of a sudden, you can just do it. Yeah. But uh, anyway, that's that's Bayonetta. We got through it, guys. And I'm damn proud of both of you. Thanks. It was hard. <laughs> it was it was difficult for me it as was well. Di- yeah. It was tough to... It was like five hours I spent on this game. It's ridiculous. I do have a job, you know. I couldn't do a goddamn other thing yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... And if you would have cut out the cutscene, like just put the lines of dialogue or important action that's actually happening... That video could have been like 25, 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, but you couldn't have seen all the cutscenes. There's 95% of the game in the middle, which was just run into another angel, kill it. Yeah. Run into Ridiculous. another angel, kill it. Boss fight. Yeah. More angels, kill it. And they all say the same fucking thing. May Jubileus grace you. <laughs> May the creator Jubileus. Oh, yeah. Whatever. You think they said it enough. So you agree with all the story developments there, uh, Mr. Scientist? Eh, it wasn't bad. I mean, it was a, it was a story. It was a I, story. I didn't think anything was lacking like you do. I mean, the world was built pretty... Right, I don't have a problem with the world-building aspect of it, or even the sensational elements of it. I just think as a story, there was problems. There's, there were no real stakes at play. Like, there was, no, there was never any tension of something not working out. Yeah, I guess Yeah, right. the whole time it was just like... I don't know, like fairy tale esque, like it's gonna end up okay in the end. Just do it. Yeah, and it's like whenever they actually ran into a wall or a bind or whatever, it's like, ah, oh, I'm gonna catch up to him. Uh, a panther, yeah, panther. Yeah. I can run like a panther now. How are we gonna climb this thing so fast? Ah, uh, motorcycle goes up walls, son. <laughs> that's how. How am I gonna kill this god? Uh, fucking hair demon god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like it's just they explained away all their actual. Like roadblocks they hit with witch yeah, powers. Yeah. yeah, the whole which not terrible, not a bad idea. I just thought I it thought was a it didn't make any sense that they could beat what's his name, the god Jubileus, with a demon, because the god was creator of everything, and then you use your hair to make a demon, and it, it can kill a god. I assume on the equivalent level of Jubileus. 
Yeah, but how if they need both sides to get Jubileus, but only one side to get that god? Where's the good god then? I don't think I have a satisfactory answer. <laughs> I'm saying Jubileus should have been more powerful than either side. Well, no one's saying Jubileus was God. He was just the creator. Fair enough. But I, he just needed both sides to come together to create him. I thought he'd yeah. be more powerful, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, he just needs both parts of the eye. He doesn't need the sides to technically agree yeah. or work together or yeah, anything like that, right? parts of the eye, so. True. Okay, yeah. I mean, as far as the story goes, it'd probably be a terrible movie, but I thought it was all right for a game where I was just checking out. Because it's all combat, like high-speed combat, doing stupid combos. Yeah, it seemed all right. Yeah, and what I do like about it, too, is that, you know, hack and slash games traditionally don't have much of a story to them, and this one tried to fill out a whole world with a story. So I appreciate that about it, for sure. You've... You got any good quotes written down? Do <laughs> I ever. Oh, I'll, I'll do mine quick because I got one. When they were on the bridge and he was driving, she's like, can't you drive in a straight line? He's like, what am I, a chauffeur? Uh, <laughs> dude, I could have. I think I narrowed it down to eight quotes. Oh, damn. I have two. That was the only one I wrote down. There's one from Baldar, I think it is. Go for it. What do you got? When, in his fucking 90-minute monologue where it's like, it's nice to think your prayers are worth a damn. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, yeah. And then I have tentacles. Why did it have to be tentacles? Ah, uh, yeah. That was that was one of mine. Yeah. That was a nice Indiana Jones reference. Oh, I was just assuming it was something to hentai. You know, tentacle porn. Well, yeah. It was, it, well, right away it goes to porn. For hentai him. Jones. Like Indiana Jones. It was definitely a reference to Indiana Jones. Yeah, and and secondly, scientists, the whole game was porn. Like this, it was <laughs> yeah. very fetishistic. Where does she keep pulling those lollipops from? Riddle me that. Hell, yeah, from another witch dimension. powers. Witch powers. Yeah, there we go. It's just witch powers. You're right. Well, Luca can fucking magically make him appear. Yeah, you didn't say anything about that. He's just human. He He's made... doing magician shit. Yeah, but he had one of them appear. <laughs> she had like forty five. There's I thought it was like a health thing that you could just It is. It restores your health. Oh, yeah, in the game. So my great quotes, we got Bayonetta saying, you naughty little angels deserve a good spanking. Which, I mean. That's just hot. <laughs> <laughs> and then, where the hell am I? I better have gotten frequent flyer miles for that flight. And what was that after? That was Bayonetta after she went through one of the billion portals. That's when she like popped up in the ruins or something. Oh, okay. When she's like, where the hell is this place? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I remember that now. And uh, Lucas says, well, I tend to use some product when I go to the beach. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. <laughs> oh, okay. So there's a moment where Bayonetta first gets her motorcycle. She flips off the camera, then starts her bike with the middle finger. <laughs> and then says time to go vroom and then takes off it's like God. I did like that one too yeah I do have time to go vroom written here <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she also says nothing says you've made it quite like a private helicopter which I happen to agree that's, with yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, that's that's just truth that's fact it's good words uh, I still have two Science. I have two more and they're both good ones the friend of my enemy is also my enemy <laughs> I do like that one. Yeah. That's not the quote. I know. 
It's not. Well, it's not. It is a quote, but it's not the. Well, isn't it like the end of enemy of my enemy is my friend? Correct. And they just made it just through in which power. Well, the friend of my enemy is my enemy. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'd be the same way. And I think Balder said this one. He said, no, Bayonetta said it at the end when she goes, Jean, we're both one of a kind. (laughs) (laughs) I think that was one of the final lines. I'm like, fuck you. I'm done. Thank God I'll write that down and then call it a day on this. Yeah, thank God I can stop writing this document that's like nine pages long. Seriously. So what are we rating it? I was going to say, this isn't even a long game. Wait till we do longer ones. Ah, fuck. Can't wait. They have to be better than this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, true. What are we rating it? I gave it a, I gave it 14 stars. 14 out of 27. It's over 50%. I enjoyed playing it. It was entertaining. The story was... Good enough for me for a video game. What about you, uh, Chump Slap? How many stars do you give it out of 27, of course? Because that is our defined metric. I've never played it, but, I mean, it looked it looked fun. It looked like a video game. <laughs> and, it and it looked like it worked, it too. Yeah, yeah. It didn't and just crash their titties and stuff, so. Yep. A lot of fetish stuff. I'll, I'll give it, would you give it a 14? I'll yeah. give it a 13. Oh. Okay. One dollar. One dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, I I thought it was pretty cool, like I said, that they tried to do build out the universe a little more with like a hack and slash game. But uh, just a lot of it story-wise did not work for me, just the constantly going over stuff. So I'm going to give it 6 out of 27 stars. That's fair enough. Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't... Yeah, it didn't do it for you. It looked neat. I liked the enemy design, so it gained a lot of stars that way for me yeah the gameplay and enemies were I like the stars fighting heaven <laughs> sounds cool <laughs> it does <laughs> absolutely so that's 33 stars out of 81 that's not bad that's the best one we got yeah, so I far I think so yeah I think so yeah 33 out of 81 one of these days we should probably do a good game maybe yeah yeah we'll see <laughs> we'll see they're not as fun no not nearly as much God damn, you say a bad word about Portal. I'll fucking quit this goddamn <laughs> podcast. <laughs> well, the thing the thing that's wrong about Portal is... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Click. Just get into it, and then it's like, well, we they had a great run. They don't even have witch powers. How do they do it? <laughs> a great run of 11 episodes. It's the future. <laughs> is that how many episodes we did? This is number 11, yeah. Wow. So, final thoughts... Chump slap scientist. What are what do you think? Uh, not bad. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It could be the it, yeah. It or prototype is the best story we did so far. Definitely looked like it was worth a play. I'll give it that. Yeah, I'd probably play it again if they released it again. But if I got it for free, or it was five dollars or something. You hear that PlayStation Plus? <laughs> <laughs> Make it happen. Let's go. You guys are losing out on free users. <laughs> so I mean, I guess that does it for us for this game. So that's going to take us to our favorite weekly segment, which we do every week and never forget. It's Scientist's <laughs> Lock of the Week. Every week, yes. every week, we ask scientists for a guaranteed 100% sure gambling pick. So scientist, who do you got this week? I have uh, Adelaide over Port Augusta in the Southern Australia Ping Pong Championships. Adelaide! There <laughs> <laughs> Adelaide is looking good. Yeah, they are. They've, they've been playing really well. Strong, strong season this year. They're scrappy. They have. They are. They are. <laughs> you need that in ping pong. Absolutely. Sure do. 
So is this another one of those team games like uh, Speed Chess? Uh, no, it's yeah, kind of yeah. Okay. Kind of like a a uh, what's it like a pool league from a bar? It's kind of like that. Oh, it's individual matches. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. So are we going by points? We just covering the win. What's what's the specifics? Oh, it's just the win. Just the win. Sure yeah, there's, win. there's no points in this league. Yeah. So it's a favor enough money line. Okay, I hear you. Yeah. Guaranteed win. Well, there you go. Pick Adelaide this week for scientists. Lock of the week. What you need to do is sell all of your things, sell your children, sell your money, sell your future, sell your future, sell your past, sell your witch powers, take all that money, (laughs) flip it. Because it's a lock. Bet it again. (laughs) It is the lock of the week. I was a little jumped the gun on that one. I think he was waiting for you to do it, and you kind of just didn't, and he kind of just kept on going. I don't know. Yeah, that usually I'm trying to set you up to do the, the lock effect, and most of the time you kind of like forget for half of the time I'm speaking. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say lock, and then I was like, all right, fuck it, I'll just do it myself. Okay. The lock. <laughs> Perfect. Well, you know, we're still figuring out this podcast thing, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, we'll get it. That uh, brings us to our favorite weekly segment, which is Chump Slap's recommendation window. Every week, we ask Chump Slap for a specific recommendation. And this week, I need to know what was the best VHS movie you've ever rented from Terry's Music Explosion? Um, I'll have to go with Stuart Bliss. <laughs> I still own the VHS because it was my favorite movie I couldn't find on DVD at the time. And what was it one more time? Stuart Bliss. You never saw it? I have never heard that I name think, before. I think the cover says it's like X-Files on meth is <laughs> the tagline or something like that. That can't be right. Why not? So when when is what year is this movie from? Uh, 90s, I think. I'll be damned. This is a real movie. Yeah, what was the tagline? Stuart Bliss is a marketing genius for sur... Oh, I can't read. Stuart Bliss is a marketing genius for surplus military materials. When his wife, Janet, packs up her bags and leaves for an unknown destination, he starts to see signs of the apocalypse everywhere. What, do you think he made the movie up? Yeah, like, look for the cover. Yeah, I absolutely thought he made the movie up. I can see the (laughs) cover. Oh, it does. It literally says it right there. A review from Movie Maker Magazine. And X-Files on meth. (laughs) (laughs) That was before it had a negative connotation. Right. That's yeah. back when meth was like the, the drug to be doing. Yeah. 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 yeah before people started eating faces and shit. Yeah. Not all well, eating shit too. Yes. But well, that's because it stomped on back then. We only had pure <laughs> meth. Yeah. That was pure meth. That was the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Kids don't do meth. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you can afford it. But do watch Stuart Bliss. <laughs> Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. Uh, where can they uh, find us there, scientists, before we get too deep into this meth talk? Uh, on Instagram and Twitter and meth for you at Plotty Time on all of them. <laughs> and yeah. Is that the meth dating site? Yes. Perfect. Yeah. It's like farmers only. Yeah. <laughs> so if they want to actually write a bunch of nasty or friendly thoughts to us, where are they going to send that to uh, Chump Slap? Send that shit to Plotty Time at gmail.com. I check it daily and I will. Definitely get back to you if you send me an email. Because we'd like to have one. Because Chump Slap likes to talk to people. And <laughs> he doesn't have many friends. Uh, adorable. <laughs> well, that does it for us this week. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Take care. Peace. Peace.